Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name is Haley, and I'm an addict. I'm from the Pierce County, Washington area, and this is the reading for May 28th, Equality and Anonymity. NA has no classes of membership and no second-class members. The common denominator in NA is the disease of addiction. We are all equally subject to its devastation. We share an equal right to recovery. Tradition 3 from It Works, Applying Spiritual Principles. Tradition 3, which insists that there is only one requirement for NA members, comes easy to some of us. We found recovery in NA. After all, and no one asked us about our qualifications, we may take for granted that everyone else finds it that simple. Maybe we live lived a fortunate life with a tight circle of friends despite our addiction, so the idea of not belonging had never occurred to us. If we shared a language and culture with others in attendance, fitting in may not have been a challenge for us. Maybe we looked around the room and saw faces that looked like our own. Or maybe our desperation had dulled our cynicism just enough to allow us to receive the warm welcome we found in our first meetings, despite any outward differences. No matter the specifics, many of us unthinkingly assumed that others felt equally welcome. The disease of addiction tries to weaponize our differences to keep us sick. The fact is the barriers exist for many potential members, despite our individual efforts to extend that classic NA welcome. Some of us struggle with accepting hospitality from members who seem different from us in all of the ways that society deems important. I constantly disqualified myself from NA, one member wrote. I got clean young, I didn't use certain drugs, and I'm transgender. My disease tells me that I don't belong, that I somehow deserve to stay, stay separate and alone. Before we set aside our differences, as practicing anonymity would suggest, it may be helpful to recognize that identification may be a little more difficult to come by if we don't yet see other members like ourselves in meetings. Established NA members do well to emphasize our common disease. Regardless of the specifics in our experience, using brought us all to isolation, shame, and degradation. Identifying on an emotional level is often a good place to start. Our common path to a better life is summed up by the NA message. An addict, any addict, can stop using drugs, lose the desire to use, and find a new way to live. The disease does not discriminate. N.A. must not either. Recovery is precious. So I will strive to make it more accessible by emphasizing our similarities and taking no addict for granted. Thank you for letting me read. All right, well, welcome back, everyone. This is May 28th, and we're here with my sponsor, Paul M., who, who hey, by Douglas. the way, this past week, <laughs> 
just hit his 10,000 days. I guess that's a thing <laughs> we were joking about. I didn't know it was a thing, everybody. There's a key tag that says 10,000 days, 10, days clean. So whatever. <laughs> I told him, I said, hey, I'm not recognizing this shit, man. There's too much new stuff going on. And he said, yeah, just wait until you get it. Wait, wait till he gets there. Then he's going to want the damn key tag. I know how this works out. <laughs> All right. So, Paul, you share your thoughts on equality and anonymity. Equality and anonymity. I, I was touched by the, the, the story about the transgender um, person who got clean. Mm. You know, and, and listen, I understand the how sometimes... Some people don't feel welcome in NA. I had four years clean. I have two experiences. I have four years clean and I moved to another area. And um, an old timer who was there told some people, don't, don't hug him, you'll get AIDS. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's sad. And it would, you know, this was 1999. It was a different time. It was a different, time. it was a different time. And, you know, and he has since passed away and uh, was eulogized as, as a, a great pillar of NA. And there was a little part of me that is resentful. And, and I still, you know, I, I, please God help me with that. Please God help me with that. Please God help me with that. Mm. Um, but, but, um, I know what that feels, that sting. And look, that is not unique to me. That is, that is universal for every member of Narcotics Anonymous. At some point, at some point, somebody's going to say, do, write, tell somebody else something about you. And it's going to hurt and you're going to go, let's get the fuck out of here. Without a doubt. Without, Without a, doubt. a doubt. Everybody's going to have that experience. Everybody in this fellowship is going to have a moment where somebody acts stupid, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. says something, does something, breaks a confidence, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is, is going to do something. And we are going with a very large brush, say, N.A. sucks. <laughs> I'm out. And if there was ever cutting off our nose to spite our face, that would be it. Um, Especially when we compare it to the shit that we endure to get high. Absolutely. I endure to get they high. talk shit about me in the, in the, in the shooting gallery all day long. And I just kept hanging in there, honey. I put up with all kinds of crap. I'm sweeping. I'm sweeping and cleaning toilets in the dope dealer's house hoping he'll throw mm. me a shot hoping he'll throw me a shot and oh. i couldn't care less i couldn't care less you ain't never I, lying, I, I, I was scrubbing shit off of off mm. of the tile i didn't care please god just let him give me a give me a shot bro the same the, same with me man the, the, this guy if there was a lot of ladies around he would smack he, he would smack me in the face and uh um, and I, I would dare not to talk back to him because I know I could cop from him. Right. Like he was holding, I wanted what he had and he would embarrass me in front of other people, you know, do, do whatever. But then we get into fuck. NA and we're, and we're like, yeah, right. Oh, right. Oh, we're hypersensitive. <laughs> yeah. You say, I don't know shit about what I'm talking about. Oh my God. Fuck this place. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, 
were hypersensitive. Oh my God. Did you hear what they said about me? We're so funny. Hey, so how do we, so, so, so what do we do to get on the other side of that? Because look, you, you, you know what sometimes we fall into is saying, he offended me, he's out of my life. He offended me, he's out of my life. That meeting offended me, they're out of my life. And then pretty soon our world, you know, becomes like, it, it, it could be this wide, but fuck, it becomes like that. Yeah. Like super narrow. So, so I'm going to go to the first tradition. Personal recovery depends on NA unity. So personal recovery, my ability to recover is based on the unity of Narcotics Anonymous. And I used to think unity was about how well you made me feel welcome. I think it's true. I think there is some part of that. Okay. And that is a responsibility of all of us to make each other feel welcome. We okay. shouldn't stand in the back and talk about each other. We shouldn't divulge four-step confidences that are told to us. We shouldn't do all of those things that I just mentioned before. We absolutely should not do that. Hmm. period end of sentence we are human and we do stupid stuff we all do it i do it I've done hmm. it done it and made and then gone oh i shouldn't have. as soon as it leaves your mouth sometimes you go oh i shouldn't have said that yeah yeah so that's that part but the other part of unity is how unified do i feel to the process how far how unified do I feel to the fellowship and there is a part of me that that used to shoot dope in a bathroom alone and I am very comfortable doing this shit by myself and that is dangerous so you're talking about transitioning not out of like solitude solitude's okay to get that solitude to, is to re, absolutely to, to different than isolation yeah yeah. Yeah. Solitude has a spiritual component to it. It has a, a discernment mm. component. It has a contemplative, you know, I lived in a monastery, a very solitude life. Mm. That is, that is absolutely completely different than isolation, which is kind of crushing forced on you. I can't go anywhere because I have fear, right? Mm. I'm afraid of people out there. So Paul, let me ask you that. Let, let, let me ask you this. You know, if if because what what I'm trying to identify with you talking about, hey, you know, as a gay man getting clean, I'm trying to identify that with. I was 16 when I got clean, right? You know, and 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 I felt, you know, and I looked at that as like everybody was so much older than me, you know. Right. I used was, more than you ever. I, oh, I, bro, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of that bullshit, right? <laughs> All that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that shit. And, uh, uh, you know, so so I guess my, my one thing I, I'd be interested to hear, do you feel, if, if you're comfortable, you know, talking about it, do you, do you still feel um, uh, any issues like that? Like when you go to meetings or conventions and stuff like that, do you, do you still feel like, okay, if this isn't a, um, an, LG, you know, an LGBTQ uh, plus meeting. I think I covered all that. I, you know, right, right. If I left one in the mouth, help me the out, alphabet brother. mafia. If Make I, sure you get it right, buddy. <laughs> but you know, like, do you still feel? And I want to, and I want to say this real quick, Paul, because that sets the back, the the backdrop of this. 
everyone on here knows who've been listening that, that, that you sponsor me. But before you started to sponsor me, well, you were sponsoring me anyways. I was just asking you, hey, who should I get? You know, who should I get? Who should I get? You know, this whole process. But I was thinking, hey, you know, with my, you know, with, with my struggles with lust and my struggles with parenting and my struggle with it, I was like, well, you know, you, you didn't even, you weren't even on the, hey, could Paul be my sponsor? So, so, so do you, and I want that to set the backdrop, do you still experience those issues as being a gay man? And, and, you know, what does that look like now? It's certainly not like anything like it used to be. I'm more comfortable in my own skin. And if you don't like me because I'm gay, I, I, I you know, it's probably more deeper on your level than it is mine. Mm. Uh, but my experience in Narcotics Anonymous is <laughs> drug addicts have a high incidence of crossing a lot of boundaries sexually. <laughs> I'll just say that. So I get a lot of, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm on my fourth step. Can we have, can we go somewhere and talk about this? <laughs> and I'm going, just because it happened once doesn't mean you're gay. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I listen. I had sex with a woman. That doesn't mean I'm straight. <laughs> Look, I love when you say that. Like when you're speaking at a, you know, at a workshop or something. Do you say yeah. that? <laughs> really People is. get all nervous about stuff like that. But yeah. but here's what here's the thing that I I go back to. Some guy was using the word faggot during his share at a meeting. And, and mm -hmm. uh, that faggot, that faggot, some faggoty shit or faggot. And um, I had, you know, I had a number of years clean at the time, you know, I think 10 or 15 years clean. And I went to him after the meeting outside and I said, listen, I, you use that, that faggot word a lot while you were sharing. And I said, I, it doesn't, it, I'm okay. I'm not going to leave Narcotics Anonymous. You're clean. You have recovery process. Yeah, I got some that time. And I said, but listen, I want you to just consider what if there was some guy or girl that just walked in for their first meeting? Mm -hmm and they were gay and they thought, uh-oh, this is not the place for me. And they walk out of here and get high and die. How would you feel about that? Mm. And he, he, it stopped him right in his tracks and, and God bless him. He didn't, he didn't, you know, fuck that or, you know, bullshit. He, he just processed it. And, 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 the, and the truth is when we know better, we can do better. And I don't think there was any maliciousness. It was just like he was saying the word blue, the blue sky, the faggoty sky. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was, it no. was not. He wasn't exposed to, to saying, hey, consider this feeling, maybe his friend not. group. Yeah. He was not. And so here's the thing about that, to broaden this, not just over the gay experience. Mm -hmm. We have to be our authentic selves in Narcotics Anonymous so that everybody can say, Oh, wait, I do know somebody like that. So if you're struggling with mental illness, talk about it. If you're struggling with uh, depression, talk about it. If you're, if you're struggling with uh, uh, agoraphobia, talk about it. Because what we need to know is, oh, I know somebody like that. Because there are people who walk around thinking, I've never met a gay person. I don't think that's true like it used to be, but that used to be prevalent when I was, you know, I was born in 1960. So I remember in the 70s, oh, I don't know any gay people. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. You just don't know that you know them. 
That's the thing. I need all of the experiences. And that's getting back to equality and anonymity. The anonymity is, I don't, we're not talking about uniformity. We're talking about everybody's equal. Everybody's experience is equal. Tell the truth so that we all can benefit from mm. your experience and that we can all say, hey, I, that, that hasn't happened to me or that isn't me but I know somebody who is like that and I love them. So I can't, can't anymore walk around and treat them as other. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.